Hello? Who's this? Hello? Who's this? wonderful comeback by this amazing band. I'm like Ricky Gervais. I'm just going to let him out. I love his laugh. You hate his laughing? It's the laugh, man. What about it? It's just the worst. No, it's not. You love it. I don't. <laughs> I'm like Ricky Gervais. I'm just going to let it out. I love his laugh. You hate his laugh, too? I've got two tickets to paradise. love delicious homemade desserts, but recipes can be complicated and take so long to make. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new Dump Cake Cookbook.
Pink Floyd. We don't get a Pink Floyd concert if we don't clear the place. It's as simple as that. I said Another installment of the best show. This is the 4,589th episode we have done. Heading towards the 10,000 hour mark. No, we haven't done that many episodes. We are, I don't know how many we've done. I don't want to know how many we've done. All I want to know is that you are here listening and you're going to have a good time with me and, and we're all going to have a grand old evening. And we've got an exciting show for you tonight. It's a it's a night of uh, of, of mu- music tonight, Mike. We got Steve Gunn in studio. It's very exciting, very exciting. He's got a new record coming out uh, uh, this uh, Friday, I believe. It comes out this Friday. This guy's got a new record. Record's great. The unseen in between, and we're gonna hear a song from it that you nobody has heard yet, and then we're gonna hear him. In here, he's going to play other stuff you haven't heard. 
And but to start the show off, we're gonna have a thing, a song from Mike Kroll, who's got another. He's got a record coming out too. So many friends of the show with all their fancy new releases, and we honor all of them because it's nice to have friends that are talented. Must be nice to have talent, huh, Mike? Must be nice. I'll never know. I'll never know. All I know is how to come here and put the headphones on and talk into a microphone. And I've been doing it for a long time, and I'll keep doing it until I keel over at the board. And as soon as I do, uh, the rats are going to come out. Ay ay ay! It's going to be uh, it's going to be a feeding frenzy in here. AP Mike's original best show, featuring Pat Byrne. Jason Gore presents Jason Gore's The Best Show with Spike. Spike's doing really great on uh, social media, by the way. I know he doesn't call the show anymore. You check out his Instagram. Uh, you'll get you'll get a feel for what he's been up to. Uh, it's great. He hasn't gone away in my mind. Sure, he don't call no more. He should call. Somebody, people tell him to call. Tell him to call. We should hear from him at some point. But I says to you right now, welcome to the best show. We're going to have a good time. we got Steve Gunn coming up in a little bit. We're getting this next set of music. We're going to hear something uh, from our guy, Mike Kroll. Uh, his song's called What's the Rhythm from his new record, Power Chords, which comes out, I believe, the end of the month. So I say, sit back, relax, you break out a little bit of that old, uh, you know what I mean, right? And you listen to the best show, because that's how we do it each and every Tuesday. And I welcome you. And the phone number is 201-332-3484. So call, get ready, more fun ahead, best show time. Yeah, right? What else can I say? Show. And it'll always be the, the best show. Show number one, the 
Mike Kroll, world premiere. What's the rhythm from the new album Power Chords? Let's listen to it. month power chords on merge records the name of the album that song's called what's the rhythm good stuff man that's my guy that's my guy you did it again mike what wrong mike oh i quit i quit this might be it Mike interjects himself into a dudio, breaks out that that laugh that just says, I hate Mike. That's what that laugh really says. I hate Mike. Look, I'm not nuts about Mike either, dudio. Did you guys order pizza? Or sandwiches? Whatever you're going to order? Sandwiches. Oh, great. Where'd you get, where'd you order sandwiches from? I can't even hear you. I don't know why I'm asking. 
I got the headphones on. So anyway, that's my crawl. World premiere. World premiere from our guy. We got another one coming up later in the show. New music from Steve Gunn. And then we're going to hear other new music from him because it won't exist until he does it in front of us. That's the the biggest world premiere you can do. Phone number 201-332-3484. Open phones tonight. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Also going to have an exciting uh, uh, conversation with a uh, someone from a band that I have been a fan of for a long time. That's coming up uh, about 10 minutes. We'll do that. Off to the phones. Best show. Hi. Hey, Tom. Hey. To uh, D from Austin. D from Austin. How are you, D? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I know this guy. This guy, I'm just going to say, it's going to sound like you're watching, you're listening to episodes out of order. Cause last night we recorded, uh, uh an episode of uh, an episode of the best show that will be played when I'm not here. Cause I'm going to have to miss a show or two, but there's all new shows ready to go. And they're great episodes too, by the way. They're great episodes. Um, and this, this, uh, fella called. And, uh, he's in, he's in Austin and he's got a little bit of a, he called last night. So you'll hear his call predating this one, but airing after this one. Very exciting. Very, uh, it's, it's, it's nonlinear, very nonlinear, right? You'd think, you'd think it was, uh, what would that be like? Who, what would that be like? Westworld? Is that a nonlinear thing? I don't watch like that. I'm not, allowed, story. I'm not allowed to watch Westworld. Uh, I got yelled at. Uh, my my mom walked in on me watching, and there was a, a a robot that didn't have clothes on, and I got in trouble. Um. So, uh, but you, D, you have you you have a situation that you need some actual real world help for on with. Just advice some advice and i said you could call back and explain what you're looking for uh or that you could explain yourself so i give d i give you the floor this is real too this is not any kind of this is not a comedy routine so no what what what's what's your what's your uh what's your situation well um first off thank you for thank you very much for letting me try to get some advice on this um uh my dad has been dealing with uh chronic and severe pain for over six weeks and like it's a sort of pain that um <clears throat> keeps him from sleeping for more than an hour a night um a while back he maybe got like four hours of sleep and then woke up in writhing pain and so um i don't have a lot of experience in uh pain management and in uh procuring the sort of um I guess pain management stuff that's more and more legal throughout the country, but not legal in my state. And, um, I, uh, I, I don't think this situation is going to get much better anytime soon. Um, my dad has been going to the doctor and they found, uh, they found some masses in his kidneys and his stomach. Well, so it doesn't look good. 
You just want your dad and, to um, get some comfort. You want your dad to get some comfort. You're in Texas. You don't know how to how to swing getting him some comfort, and you need a little bit of advice on that. In the, the two areas, really. Um, one would be like, I think uh, getting it and procuring the comfort that can be figured out. Yeah. You know, and look, um, you're talking to we could say, right? You're talking about the old. Uh, right you know the useful stuff yeah right yeah man but you look you're looking for for a serious reason look i'm trying to keep uh, well, keep people's yeah, attention keep by doing uh i have to do dumb voices every once in a while it keeps everybody's attention it's not a problem uh the other part of it is the uh my dad's like a really pretty straight-laced guy you know i mean uh i don't i don't think i've ever even seen him tipsy Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've ever. Um, and so, I uh, I've got to figure out how to introduce it to him without him like freaking out or him. Uh, I think he'd be willing to try it, but I've got to like figure out how to guide him. Yeah. Through. So this is not this is not where you live, is what you're saying, and you need a little bit of local guidance down there for somebody uh, to to kind of help you out with some knowledge and maybe some some contacts i guess right is that fair to say right. this is this is yeah. nothing untoward your your dad is in pain and you need you need some advice and maybe somebody who's been through this can help you how can somebody get in touch with you d is there a, is there a uh, best way i have an email set up called donations 1580 at com, and i'm not asking for any donations i'm not i just want if anybody has any ideas or if anybody has stories that they can share about how they uh, introduced older people, older straight-laced people yeah. to using this stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're looking for a little help with some medical uh, marijuana situation or, or what, to just help your dad get some comfort and you need some advice and some guidance. So any people, what is it again? It's donations. Donations. One one five eight zero. Yeah, one donations one five eight zero at gmail dot com. Yeah, so if you if you're down in in Texas and you can give this guy some help, uh, and you have some knowledge of going through this, maybe with a with a parent or or, uh, and you can give him some insight into how to introduce that and to navigate that, then please please help the guy out. He's a good guy. He's a listener. He's a nice guy, and uh, he he needs some help. So that's that's. That's uh, and you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. People are gonna help you out, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and the best best to you and to your dad also, and hope everything uh, everything works out. Okay. Have a great night. You take care of yourself. Okay. Bye. Bye. Nice guy. Nice guy. Best show. Everybody helps everybody on that. Dude needs a little bit of help. Best show. Hi. Hello, Tom. This is um, Nicholas Tannock. I'm calling from Denon, New Jersey. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Long time no speak. Yeah, this is the uh, yeah. the New, New Jersey. Uh, this is another good guy. Another good guy in New Jersey. Oh, thank you. Yeah, good guys win. You know, yeah, they we'll get see. it. I mean, we get it. They don't. I don't mess that up. We'll see. Um, we're, we're trying. I won't take up much of your time, but I do want your wisdom. Okay. I think that you might like this. Uh, my friends and I record store, you know, we love records, and we played up this game called Impossible Covers, you know, covers that can never happen. 
So, like, what if David Bowie covered Prince? What if Prince covered David Bowie? You know, like, David Bowie doing nothing compares to you, or Prince doing hang on to yourself. Then he got weird with it, like, Gigi Allen covering um, Donna Summer, I Feel Love, instead of <laughs> he'll change it to I Feel Hate. Uh-huh, and, yeah. And then um, what about, like, if George Harrison covered... I know where Sid Barrett lives by the television personalities. So, just off the top of your head, do you are there any impossible covers that you would be interested in hearing? Yeah, I'd want to hear uh, uh, Captain Beefheart do uh, King Tut by Steve Martin would be a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh wow, That's a good one. Yeah, I'd want to hear that. Um, right. sure. <laughs> that's that's the first one. I'll, that's off the top of my head. I guess I'd want to hear, uh, want to hear maybe, uh, Ringo Starr do, uh, do, uh, One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. Well, he's still alive, though, right? Isn't he? What, everybody's got to be deceased on this? Well, they have to be impossible. Like, it's like, it can never happen. Well, that's, that's like, that was like... I'll, I'll put money on that one not happening. Yeah, one, that's true. One week. <laughs> Peace and love. Peace and love. I will not be covering the bare naked ladies as of October twentieth. Um, yeah, this is a good game. Uh, yeah, yeah, please have fun with it. Um, I'll let you go because I want to. I want to take up your time. You know, um, love the show as you know, and um, have a great night. Say hi to everybody. You have an even better night. I want you to have an even better one. All right, take care. Yeah, you know. uh, Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Impossible covers. I'll, I'll think about those. Maybe see what our guy, uh, 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 Steve Gunn can come up with with that. You know what I was, uh, thinking? This apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm bleeping done with it. Never again will I mention apmike.bandcamp.com. I'm done. I'm done. How many times am I supposed to plug this guy's calendar? The 2019 calendar. And he's he's still got him in stock. He actually, this this guy actually had the, 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 the nerve... He saw, he sold through. He, had, he still had orders coming in, so he ran a few more off. I'm not mentioning. You, you want the calendar? Fine. You go to apmike.bandcamp.com. I don't care. I'm done with it. I'm done with the dad and with the headshots. The headshots are just the. He's almost out. It's almost out of headshots. Oh, jeepers creepers. What are we going to do? He runs out of headshots. Um, 
And uh, he's also got these dumb shirts for this bar he works at Masses in Bayonne over there. But you know what? Enjoy, enjoy the final plug, Mike. Mike, you enjoy this. This is it. I'm never mentioning it again. You better soak this one in. Because it ain't happening again. I'm done talking about apmike.bandcamp.com. I mean, I, I didn't even mention the songs he has up there. Songs. Can you imagine? You gotta go there by download of this guy's songs. He's got more than one. Unbelievable. Best show, hi. Oh, hi. Uh, am, I, am I on? Uh-huh. You are on. Okay. I, I always do that. I can never tell. This is Jesse from Kingston. How are you, Tom? Jesse from Kingston. What's up in Kingston tonight, Jesse? Let's see. Uh, we heard coyotes a little while ago outside. That's always cool. Okay. That's exciting. You want uh, to come in? You afraid they come in the house? Uh, they get pretty close. It sounds like they get pretty close. Uh, we can't tell what they're doing out there. There's like a nature preserve mm-hmm. that we live on, and uh, we see foxes and hear coyotes, and there are snakes um, that live in our basement. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty wild, I guess. Yeah, man, you got to uh, you got to roll with that nature, huh? Yeah, yeah. It it, uh, it, it was a shock if when we when we came to look at the place, like our cell phones didn't work, and um, I don't know, man. It, Snakes, it, it just coyotes. happened. And you're not you're not a, a country guy. You're not used to these animals. It's it's true. I, I I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah. So you see a snake coming, you're just like, whoa, right? Well, well, yeah. I'll I'll see it and then I'll just stop whatever it is I'm doing and just stare at it. Mm-hmm. And the really creepy thing is that they don't do anything. They don't move. They don't acknowledge you're there, and it you can't even tell they're alive because they're just so still. Oh, just don't mess with it, huh? Oh, I'd never. Don't mess with the snakes. Stop, don't play with the snakes. I, I, I'd never, although, you know, my girlfriend did save one that got stuck in our dryer vent on the side of our house. Oh. It was, uh, it was like a whole afternoon in the summer, this, uh, it was a little guy, because the snakes that we have are these big, black rat snakes they get to be about eight feet long mm-hmm. and they're not venomous they're not confrontational mm-hmm. uh but they're huge and uh i guess you know the, the, the little guys how big was the snake that was in the, the dryer vent <laughs> smaller i would say maybe three three ish feet long three feet I thought you could yeah. get three inches. No, <laughs> no, and that was a, that was a little guy. Where do you there live? In the in Kingston, in, in the woods, Ulster County, New York. Yeah, you got to get out of there, man. 
You're not. Oh yeah. Not. You know, we, we went on our porch one day. There were three snakes all in the same little tree. Yeah, that's like snakes. on the side of our house. I know what that's like. I got three snakes out there. <laughs> I got three snakes out there. They'd all stab me. They all stab me. It says if they could get, if they could, they could take this thing over. They did. These these three snakes would get me. They get you. Yeah, I know what it's like. Yeah. And you know what? This is the thing. I love all three of these guys. Mike, well, well, Studio, Pat, love them. But you know what? What is that? I can't trust them. I can't trust them. Yeah. You gotta help me. Get me one of these snakes. Get me three snakes. I'll throw the three snakes at these guys. That'll fix everything. Bring the snake down. Go go run go get one of those uh get one of those uh, grabbers you get at uh, at a Target like those shelf grabbers. Uh huh. That that would do it. That, that might do it. You know, because I I don't think I've gotten closer than grabber distance from any of those because they they kind of freak me out a little. Go bit. get one of those grabbers for people on senior scooters. Mm-hmm. Grab a few snakes. Bring them by. Okay. Okay. You, you, I, I, you know, it wouldn't be that long of a drive, so I, you know, I, I, so I, I need a, a couple of burlap sacks or something. Right. He wants three. He wants three snakes. Three. Don't bring. You know what? Don't bring them by. I just want them to be scared that I might be crazy enough to throw a snake in their face. I don't want these snakes here. I just want them on their toes. I see. I don't they're, they're just just bring the bag. Just bring a bag, yeah, and just shake it a lot. Yeah, I got those snakes. Yeah, Tom, I got those snakes you asked for. Three big ones. Oh, we, we could send you a skin. We got a lot of those right. in the no, house. Seriously, I don't want it. I don't want anything. No offense, I don't want anything from you. Keep it all away from me. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, buddy. All right, you know, I, I was calling because I, I wanted to ask about uh, an episode I heard was in the works for a long time. What's that now? But the uh, the the Lou Reed album, oh, Adam figure, Sandler. Figuring it out. I got, I'm, I'm trying. I got. I'm trying. I got. It's only 24 hours in the day, buddy. I'm trying. Okay. Well, I'm well, do it. It, it, it's okay. Good. Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that. That's good news to me. Yeah. You like Lou Reed? I do. I, I called a few weeks ago and told you that I met Lou Reed in the, oh, that's right, the, the yeah. film forum uh, men's yeah. room. The, that's right. You met him in the film forum men's room. Well, I, I don't know if it counts as meeting him, but uh, we were at the sink together for a second. Yeah. That's not a meeting at all. No offense. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, you, shared a, you shared a men's room with him. <laughs> or as they say in Toronto, a washroom. Right. When I'd go up there, you know what I would say all the time? I'd say, where's the men's room? Where's the bathroom? Not the washroom. I'm not going to wa- I am going to wash. I wash, I wa- I wash my hands. Mm. But I'm not going to. Eh, whatever. Enough with Toronto. All right, yeah. look. Watch out for the snakes. Watch out. Oh. This guy's scaring me. I tell you, scary stuff. Scary stuff out there. Um, I'm actually excited. Uh, 
the first of our exciting uh, uh, events. Well, the first was the Mike Kroll record, and now we have another exciting uh, thing. I'm I'm uh, pretty 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 stoked about uh, this. I kind of kept this one under my under my sleeve, uh, you know. Um, if you've been a listener to this show for any amount of time, you know how big a fan I am of Hover Soul. Um, I'm one of the biggest fans. Um, I've been, I've been on board since Tattered Planet. Um, yeah, years, years I've been on board. Uh, you know, and some of the albums, uh, it's just all the, I mean, Love Riot, Let It Go, Divine Noise. Just one of those bands that just always delivers, always there. Like, gotta be coming up on, oh, actually, it's gotta be more than 20 years at this point. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely more. It's, it's 25 years, cause this is actually the, the 25th anniversary of, uh, of the band starting. 2019 is is the anniversary and uh they're doing a pretty big tour now uh like like big places it's kind of nice to see them do big shows uh they got an album renewal which is coming out uh you know i love everybody in the band uh for hover soul um I gotta say, it always comes back to, to, uh, who do you think my favorite is, Mike? Yep. That's right. Rowdy Moses. I love him, you know. He's just one of those, one of those guys who just kind of captures the spirit of, of just like, of just being so effortlessly cool, but just kind of like one of those, like, you know, for some people, they, they talk about, you know, like Keith Richards or, you know, uh, you know, Jimmy Page or Joe Perry. And it's just like, it's, yeah, for me, it's always been Rowdy Moses. And uh, I know people know his face, too, even if you're not a fan of the music necessarily. He uh, he was the, the for John Bravados, uh the the for the menswear line he was the like a model like the main model and you would always see him kind of modeling the kind of like was, he was like famous he's famous for multiple reasons and he's also somebody who's kind of like not to mention Joe Perry but uh he let the music do the talking i guess the way Joe uh had that song and Rowdy is the embodiment of that cuz he um He's not a very, uh, not a very, he's not, he's one of the least interviewed people of all time, I'd say, in, in rock music. And I cannot even remember even hearing him do an interview. So that's why this is so exciting. Cause, yeah, he's, he's, uh, He's actually online. This is a little uh, nerve-wracking for me. I got to just... Because, I mean, it's like... He's been doing this for so long, and it's meant so much to me for such a long time. And uh, I guess let's just 
let's just get right into it. It's very exciting. Uh, I want to, uh, I guess I'll just get right into it. Uh, we got Rowdy Moses on the show. Now, Rowdy, you guys have this big 25th anniversary tour coming up, which is going to, it, it kind of caps off with three nights at the Newbridge Rock Concert Arena, which I don't even think Springsteen uh, could do three nights there. And uh, it's been about five years since you've actually toured, uh, since Hoversoul have toured. And uh, what's it like getting ready to do all of this again? And like when you're getting ready to go and do this, are you nervous or excited? Like which which uh, which one would you say you are more? Are you more nervous than excited, or more excited than nervous? I guess I'll, um, do you still feel like a connection to those early songs, which, I mean, it's 25 years in now for Hover Soul. It's, is it weird for you to get up there and play these songs that were like written, uh, from the point of view of a kid? Cause you were like a teenager when you started doing those songs. What is that like to kind of tap into those old songs and play them, you know, in some cases, 25 years later? <laughs> um, well, let me think. Um, it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to, well, like, like you said, it's sort of, um, you're not, you know, you're not, or, you know, I guess we could talk about your your modeling career a little bit. Um, how did that come about for you to become the um, the face of of uh, John Vervados? Uh, did they was he like a fan of the band, or did he contact you directly? And how did how did that uh, come together? Huh, um. <laughs> He was see like a movie, and then he was he he said he asked me to do it. Uh huh. Oh, okay. That's the answer. That was everything. Um. This is this is I don't even know. Uh, so so can I ask you, Rowdy? Um. So many rockers of your era have written tell-all books. Do you think that's something you might do sometime? Well, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't read. You don't read. And it's like, okay. but, like, a lot of cool things have happened, and it's like, um, you know, I think I write good. But, uh, it's like, um, Sometimes it's like, 
sometimes it's like Okay, I got it. Thanks thanks to Rowdy Moses for calling in. Okay, great. I can't do I can't do it. That was Yeah, that was I guess I can understand why he doesn't do interviews. Uh that's maybe why he's known as the least interviewed performer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, let's Let's get back to it, huh? Uh, best show, hi. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. To who, who? To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name's Math. Math. Math with T's. Matt. Oh, oh, Matt. Okay. Yeah. What's Although up? Although one time someone thought I was named Math. Yeah. And and we were out at the ocean. And it seemed very cool to possibly become known as math onward with that community of people. Sure. Now that makes sense. But in this present, I'm Matt. Okay, what's going on, Matt? Well, my hands are all runny with uh, the juice from the berries. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And I have a couch that's white. And I like sitting on the couch. What kind of berries are we talking about? What kind of berries? Where did you get the berry juice on your hands? How did that come together? Okay, yeah. I appreciate that you want to backtrack. No, I want to hang up. um, But uh, I will backtrack. So, sure, yeah, yeah, either or, you can do what you want to do. Oh, I know I can show. do what I want to do, don't worry, but I'm, we're still talking here, Matt. Cool. So, what's, uh... so, I was a pastry delivery man, and I was buying dollar berries, and these berries, when they're a dollar, you put them in the freezer ASAP, and then they stay. Can so I just I interrupt in... you for one second? Is this a comedy routine? What is what's the end game here? What's the end this game? This is all true statements, my friend. You sound like a, a little bit of a tough guy, and I'm a little thrown by that. You sound like you're you're trying to be a tough guy and just say, "All right, tell me am I wrong about that? Are you a tough guy?" I'm a black belt in karate from yeah. when I at 18. Okay, so you are a tough guy. That's what I wanted to know. You know karate. Now, where are you calling from? Washington Heights. Washington Heights. How far is that from New Jersey? Where are we? What are we talking about distance-wise? I mean, I could walk over the GWB and like we could go hang out in that uh, Japanese supermarket. Yeah, we could. Um, we could. So basically, so you're close. telling me to get in line, or I'm going to get karate uh, karateed. <laughs> is what you're telling me. You're telling me. Do what I want because I'm close to uh, I'm close to you and I'm a black belt in karate. I'm fair a, enough. No, I'm a non-practicing black belt. Oh, ah, fair enough. No, you're telling me how it is. You're 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 shoving me around a little bit. I get it. I get. It. I read between t- the lines. And look, maybe maybe I look. I'm not a black belt in karate, but you know what I can do. I know what you can do. What? What can I do? You can exist in your realm as you want to. No, I was just going to say I might uh, I might just be able to I might be able to get a lucky punch in. 
That's true. Well, that's the realm of existence. Because if we fight on the GWB, this is what I have to hope for. You're tired from you're tired from from walking across the George Washington Bridge. Yes, I am tired from doing that. It's a cold, windy night. Yeah, and then I duck your I duck your your one move, and then I give you the old hoo hoo, and then I knock yeah. you right into the right into the water. Yes, and I I'm not such a good swimmer. Yeah, so it's going to present so you're done. a problem. No, you're for done me. at that point. You're I'm done. Probably done. You're done, though. Sayonara. So you got bay, you got berry juice on your hands. So, so what is it? Where are we going with this now? So I got the berry juice on my hands, and I got the white couch, and it's not really working on like the situation for me to keep licking my fingers, and I don't want to have napkins on the couch with me with the berries. Uh huh. So. What would you do? I mean, I guess what I've decided to do is not sit on the couch when eating right, berries. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. Sorry. I truly don't care. Uh, I'll take the beating. I'll take the beating. What are we going to do with that, Mike, right? Best show, hi. Hello, Tom? Yes, hi. What's that now? This is Nick from Albuquerque. Nick from Albuquerque. What's up, Nick? Uh, not much, man. Just wanted to say how to see how you're doing and tell you a little bit about how you reconnected me with uh, long forgotten college for me. Oh, that's exciting. You're long yeah. you're long how'd that happen? How'd that come together? What is this tonight? What is this? You're on thin ice, Mike. I need good callers, Mike. You're, you're too busy. You're too busy focusing on that dumb calendar. What? You tighten it up. Tighten it up, Mike. You tighten it up. I'm not afraid. I'll, I'll put you over my knee, Mike. I'll put I'll put you over my. I'll make you go outside, pick a switch. I'll do it. That goes for everyone. That goes for it's Steve Gunn. He comes in. If, if we're going to play this song from the new record, if a song's not a top notch, he'll go pick a switch. You're all on thin ice. All of you, Steve, Mike, Michael Slaybach, you're all on thin ice. It's called better. Oh, just, they hung up. Well, that's good, though. That means Mike vetted them. What's that now? Who, the Barry guy? Yeah. There's a snooze. What is it? What's everybody half asleep? Take your time. Hurry up. If you want, you can marry. It's not yours. It's not mine. Didn't he show up at uh, at Live Aid? Uh, I heard Cat Stevens showed up at Live Aid at the end. It was just like, 
I got to get up there and do a song. And it's just like, yeah, this is rolling already, buddy. A little, a little late for you to jump on stage. Are you going to go on after Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney's doing Let It Be. Suddenly it's like, I've got a special treat for you. I'm no no riding on the peace train. Boo. Best show. Hi. Hello. Oh, wait. What? Oh, and they hung up. There you go. That works. All right. You're, you're on thin ice. You're all on. Good. No, you're on thin ice. Mike, get in here. I want you to come in for one second. You're my eyes and ears okay. out there. This is what I want. You tell me what's going on out there. You tell me who's slacking, who's delivering. All right. Right? Yeah. I'll be your inside, man. Yeah. You get to be my rat. Okay. I need a rat. De- departed style. Okay. Right? Yeah. Remember when those rats were on the window ledge? Yeah. That's because that was, it was symbol. Symbolism. It was symbolized rats. <laughs> It symbolized rats. <laughs> Remember when those rats went on the window ledge? Yeah. That was, it was saying, like, what if a rat was a human? Yeah. It was very subtle. Like Mark, it, Mark it, it eluded you. Yeah. It eluded many. It did. That's what the, the, it was. It was symbolism. Yes, it was. You keep an eye out there. Okay. This is who I'm concerned about. Okay. Pat. Yeah. Definitely Dudio. Okay. Michael, right. Michael Slaybach. I'll, I'll take notes. You want notes Steve at the end Pat. of the show? Yeah, I do. I want notes. Okay. All, right. All right. Get out. <laughs> Pat. Hey, Pat. Can you come here for a second? All right. Sit down. This is what I want. I need eyes and ears out there. Okay. Especially Mike. Track Mike. All right, I get out. I go. Take your time, hurry up. If you want, you can marry. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Yeah, hi. Hi, this is uh, this is Walter from Brooklyn. How are you? Hi, Walter. What's going on tonight? Um, not too much. Uh, I was just wondering. You know, I've heard you. You know, I know you're a big music fan. Yeah, man. And um, I've never really heard you talk about jazz music all that much. And I was just curious how you felt about it. No, I'm all right with jazz. What do you want me to talk yeah? about? What do you want me to talk about? Archie Shep. Well, I just uh, I'm just wondering. You got any like you listen to listen to jazz? You got any favorite records? Favorite artists? Yeah, uh, I like uh, this album. Uh, uh, it's called uh, Jazz. Uh, Jazz, jazz. <laughs> I like jazz? jazz. I like Archie Shep. Archie Shep. Oh yeah, very nice. I like him. He's got a cool album or two. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Eric Dolphy. Uh, no, I, that's Blue Oyster Cult. I'm not as I like them too, but that's not jazz necessarily. Um, yeah. I like, uh, j- d- uh, what's his face? J- jazz guy? Who's his, uh, jazz hand, jazz man? 
jazz jazz guy. What's the jazz guy jazz. I like? I like Archie Shep, Fairmount. Got some of his records. Um, oh, very nice. Yeah, I like uh, jazz, the jazz. The uh, what's that one jazz thing I like? You know the one that's like. <laughs> Right, you know, and then suddenly it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. the drummer's like, boom, boom, salt peanuts, right? Oh yeah, Salt peanuts, salt peanuts. I like that, right? Okay, like that. I like, I like, I like China Crisis. That's jazz, right? I don't know them. I don't Level know them. Level 42. That's jazz. Right? Okay. Jazz. Do you ever go see shows? Do you ever go hear bands play? Jazz bands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Archie. I don't, I don't know if Archie Shep is playing around. I'd check him out if he's yeah. doing a show. I think he's, I think he's, uh, I think he's still alive. Uh-huh. Well, it's, I'll check a concert calendar, see if Archie Shep's doing any, <laughs> any jazz, jazz shows. Where's a good okay. place to sh- see jazz? Madison okay. Square Garden? Um, I don't know if they do that. I don't think they have any jazz shows in Madison Square Garden. No, no. More like in basements and you know bars. Oh, like the like the. Oh, you mean like the theater at Madison Square Garden? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So who should I see then? Who's a who's a a jazz uh, jazz person I should see? Um, well, I'm a jazz person, but I don't know if I should plug my own stuff on your show. That's not fair. It's not, uh, is there, not, is uh, your name Archie Shep? <laughs> no, not Archie Shep. No, no. No, what's your name? What's your name? Walter. 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 Should I say my last name? Becker. That's jazz. No, not Walter right? Becker. That's a jazz group. Steely Dan. Right? Ooh, I don't know. Boom. Hey, 19. The- in sixty-seven. That's jazz, right? <laughs> and then they have they that hired one a lot song. Of jazz musicians. They have that one song that sounds like Steely. That sounds like uh, uh, Santana. Is less jazz. That's a little more. Uh, the one that's like fusion. And we'll go back, Jack. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's jazzy, right? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a stretch. I think. What's another jazzy like song I like? Jazzy, you know? Tears for Fears have a couple jazzy numbers, right? Who's that? Tears for Fears. Tears. Was it Tears for Fears? Tears for Fears. I'm not familiar. It's a jazz group. I don't know. Shout. It seems like I have to do some more uh, research. The song Shout, I think, is jazzy, yeah. right? Okay. I Believe. You ever hear the song I Believe? No. Can you sing it? Would you sing for me? I believe. Beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) So when, how about this? Where where are you playing, Walter? Well, tomorrow I'm playing at a KGB bar. Late night. Okay. And what's the name of your, what's the name of your jazz group? There's no name for it because, you know, it's very jazzy. Okay. Well, that uh, sounds like a mistake. I think you might want to (laughs) try. You want a name for your band? You want to try to figure sure. out a name? I would be honored, yeah. Yeah. Uh, jazz, it's a, uh, a vibraphone trio. What's Walter, the name? What's, what's your, so it's, uh, what's, what if it's called Jazzophonic? Oof. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> it's 
Let's try to try brainstorm some other names, maybe. All right. How about uh, Jazz Attack? Jazz Attack. Yeah. Uh, Walter's Jazz Walter, Attack. Tougher. Walter Jazz Attack. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe my, not my name or jazz in the in the answer the vibraphone. Answer the vibraphone. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. What do you think about? Does that? anyone hear that vibraphone ringing? Yeah. And yeah. you do a song. And what songs do you play? Do you play Salt Peanuts? Um, no, we don't. We haven't. We don't play Salt Peanuts. Well, I guess we could. You should work Salt Peanuts into the set. And okay. If there's any Archie Shep, you know, you should also do some of that. Some Archie Shep stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right. That. All right. And then That's maybe some Tears for Fears is a good way to end. Tears for Fears. Okay. Shout. End with I'll shout. I'll check them out. All right. Thanks, buddy. I could talk the talk. You see that, Mike? I, did, I threw down some jazz talk. You think you think I, I you think I wrote for uh, uh, a jazz magazine? What's that? No, that that was Downbeat Magazine. What's that? That's a jazz magazine. I was thinking more like, isn't there like Jazz Times? Wasn't that a magazine? You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited. We got Steve Gunn in the in the in the studio. He's going to come in in a, in a matter of moments. But what we're going to do is we're going to hear something from his new record, "The Unseen In Between." First thing we're going to do is get him to explain uh, that title. I figure that's a good ten minute conversation. Get him to go deep on that he's got this new record comes out i believe this friday it's on matador it's called the unseen in between it's great i've been listening to it for a while um and we're gonna hear the debut of a song called morning is mended from this album we're gonna hear it right now so sit back relax Listen to this, and then we'll hear some Steve Gunn from the record. Then we'll hear some Steve Gunn live in studio. Check it out. Steve Gunn. Oh, why aren't you playing? Oh, you ret. You. Oh. It's the most insulting thing that's ever happened. Oh, unbelievable. My My moment of glory. My moment of glory doesn't play. Here we go. Morning is Mended by Steve Gunn. Great. That's uh, Steve Gunn from the new album, The Unseen In Between. And this is, uh, it's on Matter. It comes out on Friday. And Mike actually said, Mike doesn't like anything. Mike's like, is the, ra- the record like this? 
Because I like it. Yeah. I don't know if that's, a, if that's good or bad. But no, that was that's the, the world premiere of that song, too. And now let's bring our friend uh, Steve Gunn into the studio. The, 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 the man of the hour. As, as, so as it is. How are you, Steve? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You can sit in the big blue chair. Okay. Not the biggest. I sit in the biggest blue chair. That's a big blue chair. Though. So, yeah. This guy. Oh, all right. All right. Calm down. I know. Look. Can I pull this closer to you? Oh, yeah, please. You pull it all the way right. You see where mine is? That's where you check. Okay. There it is. Great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. It's very exciting. You were here, uh, I guess, uh, maybe like a year and a half. Or would that be two years ago? Yeah. Year and a half, two years. It was very chaotic. Yeah. You were here. With, well, you were here with Kurt. Jellyman was here, too. Of course he was. He so. just materializes. <laughs> he, it's like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. He's it like. A, it was an energetic. Yeah. Candy. He's like Candyman. Yeah. You say it three times. You say Jello Man three times. He appears. You already I, said it twice. Like oh no! <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, he. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, because you and uh, you and Kurt. You grew up in Philly. I'm I trying did, to remember your. I did. I grew up in uh, this little town called Lansdowne, which is a suburb of Philly. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, sort of close to Upper Darby, mm-hmm. western mm-hmm. suburb of Philly. Sure, the Tower Theater. Yeah, this right yes. in Upper Darby, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you go see shows at the Tower I Theater? I saw a lot of shows there. I saw Sonic Youth there. Okay. Um, my mother graduated high school. Her sort of graduation ceremony was there. Okay, so the um, Tower Theater has been a big, a big I, part of your life. Yeah, my mom saw Lionel Richie there. And, okay. You know that kind of not thing. not the same show with Sonic Youth though. <laughs> no, I wish. you guys didn't. That'd be pretty. <laughs> That yeah, that would have been a good that, night though. It was a destination. I, I really love that theater. Yeah, it's a, it's a special place. Yeah, so you, you know, and Kurt is from Lansdowne too. Mm-hmm. We went to the same grade school and we took lessons at the same guitar shop. Mm-hmm. We didn't know each other, oddly enough. Okay, um, until much later, um, like but, after school years. Yeah, after school years, he, when he moved back. Um, to Philly from Boston. I saw him play a solo show at a gallery mm-hmm. and there, you know, just kind of blew my mind. And then I realized that he was the person that uh-huh. grew up in my town. And I yeah. was like, Oh my God. Like, cause he's from a big family. And isn't that so strange yeah. when, you, when there are yeah. those things where two people who are <laughs> both like-minded and individual, individualistic, the two of you are, you're on your own paths. Yeah, but you are, but you're cut from similar cloths in in ways too. It's not like you're you're not playing uh, like Red Jazz. Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, he's just like, yeah, my band's kind of like the Chili Peppers, and then that guy Kurt Viles from my uh, I went to high school with that guy. It's like no, you both you're both mining, you know, similar territory. You're both very yeah. different people in certain ways. Definitely, um, it's interesting for sure that you would be that. You'd, you'd you'd be that close and not know each other until later. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even just to even be that close, because it's like you think about. It, there's like a crazy example. I think it was 
like Robert Plant and then the dude from Slade like grew up like uh, the singer from Slade. Yeah. Like two guys with like very similar booming rock voices and then they're just like, yeah, they grew up oh, like on the same street. Yeah. Like how is the, like what are the odds of that? Do you know is was that in Birmingham? I don't know. I'm okay. bad with I don't that. mean to fact check you. No, no, me. don't worry. I'm just okay. uh we'll uh Mike, look that up. Robert Plant and uh, and uh, what's his face from Slade. I went to this record store. In this Naughty place. Holder. I went to this record store. I, the only reason why I asked Birmingham because I went into this record store in Birmingham, and the owner was this really awesome guy, and he was selling photos of Slade. Uh huh. Just photos for sale, like in these little <laughs> plastic bags. Uh huh. And. I would just assume that Slade is from Birmingham. Yeah, because the guy had a pile of photos. He was the president of the Slade uh, fan club. And it gives, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't I know. I could be totally wrong. But anyway. We'll find out. Mike's going to fact check this. And, uh, yeah, so, but, so you oh, guys, yeah. you guys had your, your thing. Mm hmm. But you, but you kind of found your own. Like what was the, what was the first stuff that kind of put you on your path with with the the type of music that you became interested in? For me, uh, you know, I mentioned that I took guitar lessons in Lansdowne. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I got a little bit older, sixteen, seventeen, I started going into the city, going to record stores, going mm -hmm. to shows. Sure. Um, also, I listened to a lot of radio. Okay. You know, I went to Temple University. Okay. And there's really good radio programming at Drexel, WKDU, mm -hmm. and also at Temple. There was good radio and also record stores. I just yeah. kind of was like this kid yeah. going to punk shows. Yeah. Well, like the record um, exchange? Record exchange. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was my place. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I was about 17, 18, I was going in there listening to all these crazy stuff that JC and tom Lax yeah. and all these oh, people yeah. were playing me all these insane you know just there's just posters and records everywhere no and those and guys uh, are good kind <clears> of uh they are good guides for 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 just yeah. getting it's like they're not okay they're not they're, they're not snobby about stuff at all they have they have <clears> outstanding taste and they just want people to yeah to just they're check really good stuff they're out. really friendly it's like yeah. you know if i walked in there and said like what is what are you guys playing? Mm -hmm. They're not going to be like, Ugh. you don't know this. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be like, it's yeah. sun city girls. And I yeah. put the record out. Do you want to buy it? It's yeah. just for sale over here for nine ninety nine. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Cause Tom, Tom, uh, did, uh, and does one, like a, a label that's been around for a long time now. Silk breeze. Yeah. And that's one of yeah. the most influential. <clears throat> it's like, it's like kind of the sneakily, influential force that just has never stopped and just has right. always found the music that so wherever it was on the planet they would find these things mm -hmm. and just kind of like i remember when that dead sea the double album they put that out and that mm -hmm. was just like just this monster record and it's like that's like that's a good thing about music too where it's like it's not like it's like in sports, it's whoever, it's, it, it is quantifiable in sports for who the best is, where you can just right. say, like, oh, this person scores more than that person, so they're better. But in music, it's just kind of like, you could put 500 copies of a record out, and you're the best on the planet at that given moment. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, 
it's up for you can't just put stats against stats. It's just like no, artistically, you're you're beating everybody else on the globe right then. Right. And that's like that's kind of like that label managed to pull so many things together. Did you? Uh, I yeah, I think you know. I just feel lucky to be, you know, to grow up in Philly and to kind of be around that stuff because mm-hmm. um, I was in punk bands and meeting local people and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. meeting folks from Philly who are reaching out, you know, putting out records from bands in New Zealand and stuff yeah. kind of blew my mind. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm seeing, you know, musicians from New Zealand that just the local kind of like crappy bar in Philly and yeah. drinking yinglings and being like, yeah. having my mind blown. Like who were you seeing? That um, really, that really uh, impressed you. Someone from New Zealand I saw uh, was a guy named Roy Montgomery. Sure. And I, I actually just met him again. Well, I didn't meet him back then, but I met him just last year when I was mm-hmm. in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And we talked about his visit to Philly and how he hung out with all those people and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I remember when those New Zealand <clears throat> artists started coming over and... Uh, they would just be able to play like they would play Maxwell's and Hoboken and they'd they would be able to play for like 150, 200 people at, in cities. They actually got a That's solid great. turnout because people were so excited about them being there. And then uh, it was just funny to like just that they're just like dudes kind of like you thought. Yeah. Like I remember Alistair Galbraith coming over and he uh-huh. was just like we went to a diner and it's just like. What's this guy gonna eat at the diner? Is like he doesn't want this, and then he's just like ordering the food. He's like, "I'll have a pizza burger, please." <laughs> like he's like, "He's Alistair Galbraith eating a pizza burger." Wait, that's what we eat. I think it's there like, was a certain kinship with 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 Tom and the people from Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, going to you know being in Christchurch and hanging out. Yeah, with Roy Montgomery. I felt like there's just a, cert- a certain sort of sensibility that those guys shared. Yeah. Even with like the kind of do-it-yourself, mm-hmm. self-released music that was happening there, Tom's aesthetic and the record exchange, it was like a, an interesting link. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, no, you it, know, there's crossover with Guided by Voices and bands Oh, like yeah. That. It's, cra- but, it's crazy. If you look at like a, if you did like a map of the world and you put pins in it and there's just – I'm going to just say this. I'm, sh- I'm nodding my head and the chair squeaking, guys. And don't laugh, dude. If you do that – that laugh, this is not funny. You're all on thin ice. I'm gonna. I got a can. I bought a can of WD-40. I'm gonna. I, this chair. I'm gonna. Do you want me to spray it for you? No, no, okay. I don't, Steve okay. Gunn. That Sorry. would be. Do you hear that? I'm just trying to help. Should I? Should I get Steve? Steve, uh, Mike, Pat, Dudio, Steve Gunn's saying he'll spray the the chair. Oh, well, I can't do it actually. I know how to work a can, like a can of WD-40. I can, I can do that. I see that little red Tell nozzle. Me, this chair, I'm gonna throw it in the street. <clears throat> I don't know what that'll prove. I'll just be standing next week. <laughs> I'll throw the chair out. They'll be like, "Do you know that's a healthy thing that people are doing these days?" Is throwing chairs in the streets. Standing, no standing. Sitting. I do a fair amount of standing. Okay. Yeah. You know, but in offices, yes. and in front of computers and all that stuff. Yes, I so. see those working, those desk. Those yeah. like people have that the platform that can rise. Uh, they have the option between sitting and then they can 
lift it. They can, it rise. Every time I move, the thing squeaks. Oh, That's not good Steve. for radio. Thank you, Sorry. Steve. Don't worry. Did, did, did your sandwiches show up yet? Did your sandwiches make it? I hope you all enjoy And you slay bock, too. You're on thin ice. You could just put some oil on it. You're supposed to fix things. This guy's supposed to be a fixer. You could have come in here. You could have heard. He could have come in here and squeaked it out. So, uh. He's eating those candied pralines oh, out there. Yeah. Yeah. The candied pralines. Mike's, oh, these are so good. He's like, whoa, 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 pr- Mike, Mike. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Mike, you're not allowed to have any more candied pralines. Until this chair squeaks, no one eats candied pralines. Until this chair stops squeaking. Candied pralines are off the table. <clears throat> Bring them in here. I want them in here. Give me the candy print. And look who brings them in. Those three are just, those three just stared at him. Thank you. Yeah. These are no ones now. So, yeah. So, and Philly's a weird place. And I mean that in the best possible sense. I love Philly. If I have yeah. a choice, I'm in New Jersey and I'm right. halfway between New York mm-hmm. and New York City and Philly to see shows. And I'll just go to Philly a lot yeah. of the time because it's a better time, I think. Yeah, for sure. I, can, I moved to, I live in Brooklyn. I moved yeah. there a long time ago. But sure. I still miss Philly and go down there all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's funny how Philly <clears> is kind of like, I guess it's kind of. Every, but everywhere is kind of blown up now, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, where's a bad neighborhood anymore? It's like, it's like they're running everybody out of everywhere. It's like, ah, oh, fish town. It's like, looking for some trouble, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing about, I, I, I noticed that in Hoboken. We were mm-hmm. just in Hoboken. I was like, whoa, we tried to get this, you know, the best pizza place in yeah. Hoboken. Yeah. And we went there and it's an hour and a half wait for two. I was like, yeah. really? Yeah. And the hour and a wait half for two kind of thing is happening in certain parts of Philly. No disrespect. Yeah. yeah. But it's a little strange, I think, because the thing about the areas of Philly is they're so small. Uh-huh. You know, like, yeah, for yeah. instance, like Fishtown or mm-hmm. Northern Liberties, which is where I used to live. It's like once it starts, then it's like it oh, happens no. so fast, like digging up the streets and everything's, Yeah. you know, they're just people are. And they shove everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Philly was a good thing. It was a good kind of incubator for 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 kind of oddballs in a way, to just be kind of like off the grid relatively, and people found their could find their voices and do their thing. And then when they when they kind of had it, then 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 you get attention. It's not just like some place yeah. where people are like like in New York. It's, it's a lot of times people are just like. Waiting for the waiting for big things to happen so they can they can start right. hyping it right off the bat. Right, but it seemed like did it feel like that? For it you, did. For it's you like guys? A more of a com- in Philly is more of a community. You yeah, know? it's like I was just working menial jobs, playing mm-hmm. guitar, but I also was going to shows, so I got to meet all these people. Yeah, and some of these people were living in warehouses. Some of these people had studios. And then you keep seeing them around. It's not a big town, so mm-hmm. you get to know people pretty quickly. Yeah. And everyone's sort of supportive and yeah. helpful. And, and you guys all kind of found a common <clears throat> common thing. Cause it's, it's I now, think so. Because now it's you, it's Kurt, it's the war on drugs, guys, 
It's it's like there is a certain thing that's kind of popped from the city. That's it's not what you would expect to come out of Philly necessarily. But it yeah, I wasn't really around when those guys were doing their thing. I was around a little earlier and left. Mm-hmm. But it's true. I think that. I think you those... can't. You can't get the Philly out, Steve. No, no, of course I can't. can't. No, believe me. You could I've try. Been for... <laughs> You've been trying. Yeah, you could <laughs> like say I'm... you're from. You could be in Brooklyn for forty more years. Yeah, and you still just be like the, that. Accents there. Yeah. You know, like you, you if just I have... step into Wawa. You just, just talk to out. someone with it, and then it comes right out. It's there. It's yeah. in, it's ingrained. It's What's... embedded in 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 my soul. What word? Sure. What word is the giveaway that you're from Philly? That uh... you grew up there. Hmm. Water. 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 My my family used to make fun of me because I dropped the water, and they uh-huh. said, "Stephen, would you like a glass of water?" Uh-huh. And I said, "Oh, come on! Mm-hmm. Like, do you want me to say water?" Yeah. No, I have friends that give me the business because I say water, water, like water. What's that? Is that Jersey? That's that's a Jersey. Yeah. That's a Jersey, New York kind of thing. Water. And then they're just like, uh, like, how are you supposed to say it? And they're like, wah, wadder. I was like, what? what? What's that? Where's that from? It's Ohio people. Uh, okay. See, that's. Yeah. yeah. So you got a new album out now. Uh, it's coming out on Friday. Yeah. yeah. You can say it's out. It's out. You've heard it? I have. I've heard it a bunch. Oh, cool. I've had awesome. it for a, for a while. I love cool. it. Thank you. It's really good. Thanks a lot. And this is your. Second one with Matador. Second one with Matador, yeah, because yeah. you had an EP, right? There's a what is it? You had the... I did a f- proper album in two th- yeah. in, in uh, sixteen, yeah, and then yeah, was working on this one. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Thanks. The unseen in between. Do you know that um, the guy who plays bass is in Bob Dylan's band? I don't know if that's a little too. No, I didn't. Yeah, this guy Tony Garnier. Okay. He, um, He's been in Bob Dylan's band for 30 years. Wow. He's the musical director. Okay. And I randomly met him right before we were supposed to start tracking. Okay. And he, we just sort of hit it off. He said, you want to hear my demo? Uh-huh. You know, and he was like, sure. He was, and he was like, do you need a bass player? And I said, okay. So he said to you, do you need a bass player? <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> anyway, I don't mean to plug no, that too that's hard. that's fantastic. But- you should plug that. Yeah. You should plug that as hard so as you can. So that was really crazy. And then, you know, he we recorded a whole record with him, and he was all psyched, and he invited us to see Dylan, you know, mm-hmm. a few times. And so we were, like, kind of guest listing mm-hmm. to these shows, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. this is insane. Yeah. It's weird. It's super funny. Yeah. It's weird <clears> that, that – what's his end game? What do you think? He looking Bobby to die Dick? on the road? He looks great. I mean, yeah. he had – the last time I saw him was in Philly at this mm-hmm. new theater called the Met. Yeah, oh, I saw Kurt there. Where Kurt played. I saw yeah. Kurt a few weeks ago. Yeah, which is, must have been fun. That that place is, was great. Yeah, Kurt's band sounds so good. They're so these days. man, they're so locked in, and they have like, you know what they have now? They have like bottom to them now. Yeah, which it's crazy. Like they they have like real. There's like full dynamics in that band, mm-hmm. which sounds so great. That's awesome. And the, did the Feelies play that? The Feelies played. <sighs> that's that's. Unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah. Like that is top notch. Unbelievable. That is the band. That's, that's the band. That's the band that I am. Look, 
I would look Yola Tango. Obviously, I would say Yola Tango would say they would be most proud that the Feelies are from New Jersey, even more than the, I'm more proud that the Feelies are from New Jersey more than I am from New Jersey. Sure, that's Jersey. That's real Jersey proud. You that see is. those bumper bumper stickers? Jersey proud. Is that yeah? Have you ever seen that? No, I, I just saw one of those on the way over Jersey here. Jersey proud. <laughs> I don't know. I'm more proud. Like is what is like look, Bruce Springsteen. That's fine. What, who Frank Sinatra? Okay, sure. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, what's, uh, what's the great? Who, what's your favorite Jersey band of all time? My favorite Jersey band of all time. You don't don't yeah. think on a two. Oh no no! I'm not. I'm trying yeah. to just think. I might ju- I might just have to say the Feelies okay. Though, because, okay. Okay. because of what they've become. Like no band has been I, more perfect than the feelies if you think okay, what about, about it. can i can yeah, i, yeah. Oh, I don't, i'm not going to challenge no, you no no you you push you <laughs> challenge all you want what Something. about the misfits that's yeah but they were not second, perfect second they were place. not perfect oh no no they weren't feelies nobody's been but they wrote a few perfect songs but oh, they were all yeah oh, just copies got, of other songs anyway look if there's there's a shocking amount of great talent that has come out of new jersey when you look musically Oh yeah, for sure. Isn't it crazy? Well, what about? I mean, you were talking about jazz earlier, yeah. yeah. And all the greatest jazz records were recorded in Hackensack. Oh yeah, all that stuff was recorded in New Jersey. Yeah, all that stuff in Northern New Jersey. Yeah, all of it. Like, like literally, literally all, all of it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It all happened here. People took the bridge across. They recorded it in New Jersey. Oh, it's crazy the history of the state. And I'll still say, <clears throat> though, I think I still have to say the feelies. Okay, because I, no, the run I agree is, with Because the run is it's unimpeachable. No one has yeah. ever held the thing together. And when they play, I've never seen more of a more of like a, a thing where it's like I know what they're gonna do, and it's still as alive as anything possible. Like you like when they're, they do crazy rhythms, it's the most it's the most exciting. I look forward the to that. Energy so, is so yeah. good still, yeah, which is really impressive. Yes, and. uh yeah, misfits are way up there too because they have was a lot of baggage, but yeah, but just the idea that you can say New Jersey, it's just like yeah, it's like Frank Sinatra, Danzig, right? Glenn Whitman, yeah, yeah, and you got uh, Bon Jovi, Jovi, Skid Row, Skid Row, right? Yeah. You've got Cinderella, Lansdowne, the guitar players from Lansdowne, yeah, my so hometown, you... so. Who, well, who's the all-time Curtain. Philly person then for you? If that's if I, we're talking if I'm Philly talking, Rock, sure, yeah. Hmm. Robert uh, Hazard, who is it? I'm not. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm not really a Rundgren fan. Okay, that's fine. Um, Philly Rock, and I'm not really. The Hooters were really popular when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Okay, I, I think I played street hockey with one of the dudes. Once. Okay, one of the Hooters. Yeah. And he was pretty good. You ever have a, a melodica in your band? No. You ever attempted to keep the keep the legacy I, alive? I've I've had melodicas in my closet and okay. stuff like that, sort of sure. laying around practice spaces uh-huh. and things, but I don't think they've ever gotten utilized. So all time, and you don't you overthink it either. I, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna have to say Bardo Pond. Okay, is my my uh, all time favorite band from Philly. Okay, and it was only really it, you know they're amazing, but it was just. It was my formative time mm-hmm. uh, as a as a um, kind of a kid going to this place called the Kyber Pass. Sure, 
between, you know, underage and, and un, up to 21, seeing them. I saw them open for Sonic Youth, and I got to know them. I've seen them so many times. Mm-hmm. And they're still doing their thing. Yeah. You know, talking about the feelings. Not it's like they're still, they're, you know, I have this kind of ingrained memory of that mm-hmm. band, and it's a special they thing. They kind of carved their own thing out. Yeah. And it's you know it's them. Yeah. When they do their thing, yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that that, you know, just personally, that that was a band that meant a lot to me. Sure. And are those lifers? Are those the ones <clears throat> yeah, that, that kind of is that what resonates for you? Seeing, I think so. Yeah. You want to? That's what you want to be, in it for the whole for like. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't have. I you know, I wouldn't. I don't want to go. Work uh, the job that I had no. before. Nobody wants to go back. <laughs> the whole the whole point is to just stay one step ahead of that. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you're two steps ahead of it. And if things are going really well, maybe you're like four steps ahead maybe of it. Maybe you take three, t- three steps back. And then suddenly you look, it's like, I think I'm, I was four steps ahead of it. I think. And then I'm, you got to make, you I'm start three. making calls yeah. and see, get the people yeah. to drag you out. Now I'm right? two steps ahead. But you're still ahead of just going back to that I job. I think I'm not a lifer. I'm making the connections. When I'm a little bit older, where I've got nothing, so I can start cashing in favors. Yeah. Okay. And say like, That's good. Tom Sharpling, can you? Oh, can we, yeah, please. Can I come? You know. By all means, you've. That's the golden ticket. You. You really, you really picked a winner on that one. <laughs> Let me know how that call goes when when things aren't going so well for you, and you call me. Hey, it's Steve. I'm looking for some help. Hey, remember that time? Yeah. Wait, when you, you played when you debuted my track. Oh. Yeah. So you have with it. No, please. You call me anytime you want. You have your guitar with you. I do, yeah. Why would you bring that? Why on earth would you bring your guitar with you? I was going to play. I was going to play a song. Yeah, please. Um, Let's get the left. Studio! I can accompany on a squeaky chair. Um, yeah, that's good. Anytime I uh, blink my we eyelids, like it squeaks. <laughs> we, could, we could do like a freeform jam. Gonna fix it next. Mike, yeah. mark that down in your little thing we talked about before. <laughs> They're gonna fix the chair next week. I'm gonna play a song uh, from my album. It's called Lightning Fields. Okay, yeah. So which which what are we talking here? I'm gonna. Turn my mic down when when Steve starts to play. That's three or four. Okay. Let's see. Do you want to run the board? You want to run it? You run it.
Lining fields, rows of steel into the ground is where we're bound. See that flash moves too fast all over town. Scott of the ground Scott of the ground
on the new album. We got Steve Gunn in studio. You can play as much as you want, Steve. Okay. Uh, I can just go right into another one. Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Hey, don't you want you watch? You almost spilled that coffee on the board. I'll put you over my knee also. <laughs> Nowhere near. <clears throat> There's like the last version of this one. This song's called New Familiar.
walk closer, you can see it. Give up the open space. Sacrifice your days with the news in the sun. Reduced to a pile. So you can see it Give up the open space Sacrifice your days With the news and the sun Reduced to a pile And you're leaving again Always a different world From where it all began Steve, that's fantastic. Steve oh, Gunn is here. It was a partial version. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. <laughs> you, you Look, you could play more. I'm not going to tell okay. you to stop. I can talk for a second. I just want to tune up. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to hit the road soon? You're going to be all over the place? Yeah, all over. The album comes out on Friday, and um, we're you know starting shows. We're playing in... At Bowery Ballroom, February 1st. Okay. And, yeah, we're going on tour. We're playing all over, down Mm -hmm. in Philly on the 2nd, and uh, we're going to the West Coast, Europe, the whole thing. Sure. So everybody's going to get a shot to see you. So the next few months is... Booked up. Booked up. And the record is out on Friday. 
How long did you work on this record? You were the, Michael was just saying you, when you were here. That's what you were saying it earlier. Also, just like that was the the demoing process. Uh, yeah. Like you were you were just starting to figure out what this record was going to be Back about then, then. Yeah, yeah, that was around, yeah, it was when I came here with Kurt. I was like almost like two years ago. Now, how do you figure out, when do you know when it's a thing? I think that's my problem. I can't yeah, tell I when know. a thing is I don't a thing. Know. You think it's a thing and then it's not a thing. And then... Then you wake up sometimes, you're just like, I don't think any of this works. Yeah, right. And, and then, then you're just like, yeah, that's a bad feeling, right? Totally. But then what do you do when you... When you got it? Yeah. When you get it. You just know it, right? I think so. Right. Well, maybe you know it when you don't got it. Okay. So then when you get it, you don't want to, you're just like, maybe this is, feels good and so it's like the, I'm hitting on a stride. and. So and it's it. almost the absence of, of not getting it is <clears> getting <throat> it. It's not even like you're like, I got it. It's like. I know I don't not got it. I think when you get it, you don't not got it. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes too much sense. Now, what night are you playing in in uh, Bowery Ballroom? It's Friday, February first. Okay, and then I have um, a Jersey Jersey resident uh, Meg Baird playing sure, with yes. Mary Lattimore mm-hmm. that night. So that's the be- that's the ultimate. Jersey Philly Union. Yeah. Mary it's, all, it's all about Meg. the tri state Jersey yeah. Jersey vibes. Yeah. Mary's great. Yeah, she really I love Mary so much. I know. Me too. And uh it's nice to see her uh kinda pop and people appreciating what she's been doing this whole she's time. She's been doing it for a long time. You know that she just drives around in a Volvo with that, that harp with that all harp. year. Yeah. She's out on the the open open road. Yeah, not a clarinet. No, she's driving around. Yeah. No. She got a harp with her. So, no, yeah, she's much the best. respect. Well, let's uh I'm going to actually we were talking a lot about Jersey and I was thinking yeah. about playing a cover song. Yeah. And then I'll play um one of my own. Okay. I'm going to let you um, do why don't you do two in a row, but I'll, I'll let do you a do, twofer. I'll do a yeah. twofer. It's two for Tuesday. Can, two for Tuesday. Yeah. Now Jason, get back in here. Do we have eyes on Jason? Anyone have eyes on Jason? There he is. Great. Do 
put it all through this for me or you. Oh, all I want is to know. All I want is to know. With the touch and the burning hand, the Astros armies to destroy your world. From directive exterminate the whole race, and your face drops to a pile of flesh. Your heart beats in pumps of death. From directive exterminate whatever's left. Gotta do, who did I do this for me or you? And all I wanna say, and all I gotta do, who did I do this for me or you? Glenn Whitman should check it out. Uh, this song's called Vagabond. Yeah. 
That was fantastic. Thank you. Did Love you know? Did you Mystics recognize cover? it? Of okay. course. Yeah. Oh, that was. That's exciting. You, you paid. <laughs> yeah. Proper. You. You. Proper Jersey home. Yes. Thank you. Sure. On behalf of everyone from the Garden State, we thank you. Because you now you leapfrogged us. You went from from Philly to Brooklyn. Yeah. That's fine. You didn't. Stop. But I spent a lot of time in Jersey. Down yeah. Jersey Shore. Sure. That's, that's my. You know, that's my link to Jersey. Which, uh, which, uh, which wild, wildwood, wildwood. Yeah, that yeah. would be the. Yeah, my dad the, went there when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. His parents, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there, uh, and then when I was like, you know, started in my teens, I was getting very sort of disgruntled by it. Sure. And. Ocean know, City. Any time in Ocean City. A little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I spent a summer there. When I was 16. That Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. That terrifyingly huge Ferris <laughs> wheel. I what, hate Ferris. Did you go to a Jersey Shore when you were? I would be more like Point Pleasant or okay. Seaside yeah, you, yeah, you're more. You got that vibe. Yeah. You got a bit oh, thank, more. Thank you. I think. I'll take that. Um, when I was on the boardwalk of Seaside Heights a couple of years ago, it's where I was on the boardwalk wearing a King Crimson shirt. <laughs> nice. Waiting to buy a soft serve ice cream. Such a good parent. Coors, Coors, Coors Brothers. Yeah, K H O R S. Yes. So I'm waiting to buy it, and then some guy's like, uh, "Crimson." And this maybe, yeah, this maybe defines my entire everything I've 
worked at toward boils down to this to what this guy said to me this moment he's like uh hey crimson i'm like yeah yeah lark's tongue's in aspic and he goes uh we get it they don't and he like no point, points at everyone else on the board he's like they don't you know that's gonna bring out the chapman stick type of folks as well oh yeah trey gun you imagine you ever play with anybody with a chapman stick no, I knew a few a few people, um, and I've seen it live. Yeah, it's crazy, pretty fascinating. Yeah, I've seen I've seen King Crimson. You see Tony Levin do that Chapman stick. It's nuts. Incredible. Yeah, Tony Levin, one of the most talented guys. But I will say this: we're at a hotel in uh, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. outdoors. Me and John Worcester. Tony, we see Tony Levin working no out. We see him working in out the in the gym, gym. At the hotel. Yeah, in the gym. Then he walks <sighs> so out of the heavy. gym hotel, jumps right in the pool, didn't shower. Ooh. So he went so far down in my book. Come on, Tony. Rinse off Wh- was before he, you work out. What was he out. doing in the gym? Was he lifting or was he running? Yeah, he was doing some, he was he was on the machines, doing some arm, arm, arm exercises. Mm-hmm. Maybe some... Uh, I should have gone in and checked what weights he had uh, set on it. I'm... What's that? I don't know. He might not have wiped down the machines either. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say he didn't wipe the machines down because I don't know if he did. I know he walked right out of that workout room and jumped in the pool. Hey, you want to do that at home, Tony? I'm more of a Giles and Fripp. You like? Okay. Sorry. That's all right. You can see on my computer where I stand about that. I'm all in. Have you? You've gone to concerts and oh, yeah. all that. It's yeah. It's it's that's some your top, kind of crowd. That's your top band. It's they're way up yeah. there. Like it's like King Crimson and Lou Reed. After that, may, may, it might be some version of that. Yeah. Um. It's the only show you can go to where. The line for the men's room, like, will snake all the way through the venue, and then just like the women's room is just wide open. That's like, called the Crimson Snake. <laughs> the Crimson Snake. Oh my God, that's that's perfect. The Crimson Snake is the line at the men's room, snaking through the through the theater of just guys waiting forty minutes now to get. What is this? What's this line? It's like, no, that's how it is for women at every other thing. It's like, it's your turn yeah. to wait online. Yeah. I'm going to miss. I'm. They're going to come back for the second half. Oh, man. I'm going to. They don't do. Do they do like a drums in space kind of thing where they. They do a fair a amount. Jam. Oh, there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of jam. Cause now King mm. Crimson. Right. No joke. They're cashing in. It's three drummers. You see him. So heavy. This is the band. Imagine it's a two-tiered thing. Up front, drummer, drummer, drummer. Then there's a riser. Everyone else is behind the drummers. Wow. Is there a laser show and all that? None of that. There's literally nothing. There's no no trippiness. There's nothing nothing to look at other than these guys. And they are, it is the best. I am totally in the tank for it. I gotta, and I got to see that when these because these drummers are just like 
they're just doing their thing. They're like so locked in and the drummers are completely driving the bus on this band. Sure. And they're doing all the old stuff and yeah, I love it so much. Mm. I can't wait. I'm going to see, see that. Again. Well, if, if they're playing, I'm going to go next time. Well, they're going to so maybe in, I'll see you there. I'm look, see you in let's the, figure see it you, out. See you in the, in the line. I'll see right. you in the line. Yeah. That, yeah. uh, I bought a, uh, ticket. Because they played Red Bank. They played two nights in Red Bank. Nice. I'm like, I think I'm going both nights. How <laughs> <laughs> was that? It was just like, it was like, yeah, I think I'm in on this. Wow. This is, that was a real line. Just solo mission, both nights. Oh, by myself. So good. One for King Crimson, please. <laughs> it was not. Did and, you buy any merch? Or any, yeah, I bought, I bought uh, you like stickers. And yeah, I get, what did I get? The shirts, the shirts are so hoodie? dumb looking. I didn't get a hoodie. Those over a hundred ten dollar hoodie with this with the cover of Court of the Crimson King on it. I will say this: I have a friend has a leather jacket, not a leather jacket, denim jacket with that painted on the back. Super cool. I bet. Yeah. See, walk around Jersey with that. She. Oh, she. Well, yes. that's even cooler. Steve, you got to realize. Oh man, the ladies like Prague too. Definitely. I talk more about Prague with with women now. Well, just I'm talking more about just like like dudes are not. <laughs> either if you talk to a dude about it, then it is like that Punisher thing, and you're just like, all right. I'm realizing maybe I don't like this stuff as much as <laughs> as much as you do. Um, I'm really. I just how do you found, get out of it yeah, when you establish? I just found my line with it, and you're on the other side of it. We didn't even get anywhere near you on the other side of that line. Oh, that thing! Because you all the, the thing about a Punisher yeah. is the you. It's just a trigger. So when mm -hmm. you trigger it, mm -hmm. then there's no there's no getting out of it. That's why it's called a Punisher because. Yeah. You've set yourself up. You know you have, mm -hmm. and then you have to commit. Yes, you know what I mean. Like so, for instance, you're hanging with a, a crimson. Yeah, head, I, I run into a crimson, and you head. say like, "Yo, man, like the red bank, like when that, yeah, when one, when that one thing happened. That's all you need to say. Like when that one thing happened, yeah. it's like it's on. Yeah, when they did Starless at the, <laughs> and okay. then it's like, okay, well, you're committed. Yeah, for and then now this guy's like, I've been looking for a chance to make this <laughs> to do this TED talk. <laughs> this have one a, person's head talk. Yeah, yeah, have a seat. I'm about to lecture you about a thing that you d probably know a fair amount about, but I'm going to do that. I'm going to just do it to you right now. And uh, it's going to it's not going to be a conversation. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's a speech I'm about to do about King Cr Wait, what is this? I look at a post-it. Mm. So it's come to this. Pat and Jay... The two guys out there, Pat and Jason. I'm going to say this. Why don't you bring this chair on stage with you, you rats? They're doing a comedy. They did not They did not run it by me. Oh, Suddenly, no. they started marketing themselves as a comedy team. They're doing live shows all over the place. And I just there's a post-it here just sitting right in front of me. Pat and Jason. Saturday, February 2nd, 11 p.m., Brooklyn Comedy Collective at The Brick. So you can see Pat 
Byrne, Jason Gore do their live show. You see, you go see Steve on February 1st. Bowery Ballroom. Bowery Ballroom. Then the next night, you you go and uh, you go see uh, Pat and Jason live. How are you guys going to figure out who goes on first? A coin flip? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Those pun- that Punisher thing. Yeah. What's a, what's a Punisher? And for people who don't know the whole <clears throat> Punisher concept, it's, what would you say it is? It's the, it's getting trapped. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, I always, you know, I enjoy talking with people all the time. Oh, me too. Yeah. I think <clears throat> the Punisher, the Punisher doesn't no enjoy exchange. talking to you. There's no exchange. Yeah. Punisher's not talking to you. It's not a conversation. No, no. You're, yeah. It could be, he could be anyone. And you yes. just need, they need a warm body. But the thing is, you trigger a Punisher, so... Yeah. Operative word, he. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. Pretty fair. And maybe, you know... There might be there might be could, a lady Punisher out there the way there was, like, uh, Eileen Warnes was out there. Like, hey, there was a lady serial killer once, too. <laughs> like... Yeah. Yeah, I think we're looking at... Well, I think, I think a Prague Punisher is a perfect... I mean, that's like the epitome of Punisher because there's someone listening to most specific, complicated music yeah. and they mm. need to talk to someone. Yeah, about the thing they just <laughs> wrapped their head around. I mean, there's guys, there's Chapman Sticks, there's three looking, drum sets. Yeah. How are you going to listen to that by yourself and not talk to anyone? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, you I, go that's, to that merch table at the Crimson Show. You see, they got the... Uh, they put out the uh, every year. They put out a two disc set of uh, rarities. Uh, uh, the 2019 box is out. Uh, I'd say a lot of these are not actually unreleased. They say they're unreleased. They were uh, a bunch of these ended up in. Uh, they were a uh, collectors club release. Like this version of Cat Food from '74 uh, was actually uh, part of the collectors club. Uh, is that really a song, Cat Food? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. It's cool. Good song. Cat food, cat food, cat food. I think my favorite is 21st Century Schizoid Man, but that's not like a, I'm not like a deep. Well, you're going to get it. You're going to get into it now. Yeah. Next one you got to listen to is. uh, There was a punk band from New Jersey that covered that song that I really liked called Rorschach. Yeah. They they played uh, 21st Century Schizoid Man. A lot of people covered it. Unrest covered it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm going to get Lark's Tongue in Aspects next one for you to check out, Steve. Okay. Um, check it out. And when you listen to it, I want you to rem- just, just think of this when you listen to it. This is the album that they, that in their mind was a, like, like a sexy album. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, it's just like. Is it jazzy? Or just, it's, it's sort of like. It's just King Crimson. Okay. It's okay. long and wow. kind of epic and. Okay. And ridiculous, and the best part when the show starts, they because they, they you can't take pictures, like they're just like yeah. There's like this audio. There's two signs on the stage that just say "Do not take pictures. You will be removed from the theater." Yeah. And you see people patrolling, looking. That's for, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, they they were doing that during the Bob Dylan concert, and they play. Yeah, it's 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 great to not have to look watch the show it's through the someone's worst. phone when someone in front of you has their phone out yeah. and you're like. Oh, it's like what blinding, gonna, blinding you. It's like, what are you going to do, gonna with, do that with that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, here's that, here's that horrifying, <laughs> poorly filmed and sounds terrible, looks bad. 
But don't worry, it's the I middle it. it's I the middle it, thirty seconds of a song. Yeah, but I got it. And here we go. Here Yeah, because then they were playing and they play this audio thing that begins like it's Robert Fripp goes like, Hello, fellow King Crimson fans. It's like he sounds like Doctor Demento wow. a little bit, I guess he's like Welcome to an evening with King Crimson, and we will uh, please no photographs. When Tony takes his camera out, then you can take your camera out and take pictures as much as you want. And the thing is, Tony takes his camera out when the show's over. He takes a picture of the audience. Uh huh. And there is a there is a picture from the from the Count Basie Theater of a very sad looking me in the audience. I saw it. I was just like, oh, God. Taken by him. By him. Published on their... Somewhere. Somewhere. I don't know why wow. I said that on the show. Oh, now people. Yeah. Now it's going to... Oh, no. Now I'm going to get that thrown back in my face 40 times. People doing circles of me in the crowd. I was way up front. Not hard to see me in that one. Crimson for one, please. <laughs> Yeah, I went to the merch table. I'm going to, uh, how much time is there between the two sets? Because I'd like to go put my uh, merch bag in my car if I could. Um, best time was Red Bank, Count Basie Theater, second show, mm. walk through the parking lot. Some dude just relieving himself in the middle of the park. And it was still like, he couldn't, set, he couldn't deal with the Crimson yeah. Snake. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, he, couldn't. he couldn't commit. He couldn't. He knew about the Crimson Snake. He's like, nope. I'm out of here. I'm, <laughs> the parking lot's going to have to do. And it was like August or whatever, and it was like 7 o'clock. So it's still daylight, basically. This guy just like, hey, this is what I got to oh. do. It's like there's 40 bars along this stretch right yeah. now. Just go to a bar, act like you're a customer there. Nobody's yeah. going to. Yeah. Flag. It's like you're a white dude. They're not going to bust you. You walk through the bar, you act like you belong. Have some, have some <clears throat> dignity, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The blight on the crimson community. <sighs> I got to bring it up at the next meeting. <laughs> well, Steve. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. The album is truly fantastic. Thank you so much. The Unseen In Between comes out this Friday. Matador Records. And it's great. And thank you for coming and playing. And it's always great to see you. And yeah, you too. Anytime you want, buddy. Okay. See All you around. Right. Yes. And Michael Slaybach, thank you. Don't come in, though. Don't come in. Don't push. <laughs> Don't push it. He has a gift for you. Yeah? He has a gift, yeah. Um, yeah? You have a housewarming gift. Oh, um, this. No. Oh, no. This is terrifying. Now people know Michael Slaybach, he's the he was the uh was and is does the the Don't take a picture of this. Oh, there's a dog in here. I love that. Uh, for for when me and John do live shows, Michael is our is our uh partner with that. Oh no, I already know what it is when I see that. Oh no. It's the world's biggest AP Mike headshot. What is that? How big is that? Oh two by three. Two by three. Did you see this, Mike? Yeah. Well, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, my God. I think that's my next, mer next merch. Oh, my AP Mike. Oh, 15. 
Fifth, it looks Thank like you. a towel, yeah. Michael. Thank I just you. thought I'd tie the place together. Yeah. Uh, tie, yeah, tie the place together. I just have to get your details on where that was made. <laughs> At the staple, it's over on four. No, we'll, we'll get it done. Yeah, we'll get it a little cheaper yeah. than that, Mike. <laughs> Are you really going to do posters now, Mike? An AP... What if you do just a limited screen? Why don't you do like an Andy Warhol type screen? Yes. Oh, that would be nice. Just a limited thing, like get a print, like limited prints. Yeah. Why am I giving you these ideas? Thank you, Michael. That's the sweetest it's thing anybody's it's ever. Yes, no, it's the best and worst thing. Yeah. Which is. That is fantastic. I think. I'm going to play another record and then we'll come back and keep the show going here I'm going to play something what should we play here hold on what are you guys moaning about we'll keep it going I'm going to play something from uh, from an earlier record of Steve's that I like He'll play from uh we're going to play something from Eyes on the Lines. Came out uh, a couple years ago on Matador. Also, here's something uh, Full Moon Tide. We'll hear this and then we'll bet you'll be back. Oh, wrong. Besha, we're back. What are we doing? Yeah. Here we go. Thanks to Steve Gunn for coming through. Very exciting. Phone number 201-332-3484. Besha. Uh, Tom? Yes, hi. Hey, what's up? Not a whole lot. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Court in New York. Court? Yemen. In New York. How are you, Court? I'm very well. I was listening up to a point, and then I jumped on the phone. So it's uh, been good so far, though. Good. Do I know this court? No. I don't? Okay. No, new court. But not new. the first? I know a court. Cool. So what's up, Court? Oh, uh, I guess I'm going back to, uh, I had a joke uh, from when oh, you and, or when Steve, Steve Gunn had mentioned the uh, stand, standing desk. Yes. Right. Um, oh, so it goes, uh, the more we learn how bad it is to sit at a desk all day, the more I wish I could stand when I'm at my computer at work. So I'm trying to get my company to pay for one of those shin removal surgeries. Oh, court. court. Too far? Court, you're out of order. Oh, dag. You're out of order, court. Court is not in session. Get it off isn't. my phone. You knew who's going to be in session? The be- uh, uh, Me and uh, Julie Klausner on uh, 
Thursday in San Francisco. If you're in San Francisco, the San Francisco Sketch Fest. There's a, a thing, uh, me and Julie Klausner. Going to be live at Sketch Fest. You got to come out. It's going to be great. It's me. It's a tribute to Julie Klausner. Is that what it's called? What are they calling this thing? Hold on. Where is it? What? Yeah. A tribute. Where is it? Thursday, January 17th. A tribute to Julie Klausner. Sketchfest tribute, Julie. Yeah, and there'll be me talking to Julie, and we're going to have fun, and uh, it's going to be great. And don't miss it. Don't miss it. If you're in San Francisco and you miss this, boy, you're going to regret it. You're going to regret it the rest of your life. I'm telling you right now, you'll regret it. I better see you there. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. This is Dana in Brooklyn. Dan in Brooklyn. What's up, Dan? I'm sorry, it's Dana. Dana in Brooklyn. What's up, Dana? I'm calling uh, to see if you have any advice for uh, doing a conducting a job interview, or not conducting, but um, being interviewed over the phone or in person. Yeah, why, 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 what's the job? Uh, just office sort of stuff. I'm reasonably qualified for these things, but I, I freeze up terribly, and it feels like... Uh, um, you know, it's going to, I'm not going to be able to be employed. Sure. Sure. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. You get a little, you get, you get tight. I get super tight. Yeah. Here's what you do. Okay. I got a pen. You're on the call. Uh-huh. Just make, this is what you do. You pretend your old buddy Tom is standing there next to you, right? Cheering uh-huh. you on. Right? Right. This is what, even how about this? You know how I'm okay. on the show and I say everything and I'm like a wise guy and it's just that, oh, Tom can say anything. I'm not, this is a, it took me a long time to get to this point, right? Of course. This is not my natural setting. Hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a delicate flower in real life. Oh. All right. So this is what you do. You say to yourself, I'm going to handle this call as if I was Tom. I'm going to be just a, I'm going to just, just talk and act like a, like a, like I am in charge of everything. Took me a long time to feel like this, Dana. I'm I'm a, yeah. So take a page, just, just ape. Ape me for uh, uh, for the start of the thing. And then before you know it, you'll be comfortable. You'll be yourself. Oh, that's uh, very empowering advice. Start the call right. off and they'll be like, so, uh, Dana, how are you today? Right. And I'll say, oh, hello. I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. How are you? Let's do the call right now. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. I got a, uh, uh, hello, Dana. Uh, hi, this is Dana. Hi, uh, Dana. This is uh, Earl uh, Blorflort uh, just calling about the job. Uh, 
figure I wanted to talk to you for a few minutes about the, the just and see uh, see where we're at with this. Uh, of course, so I'm uh, pleased to talk to you. Thank you. Well, thanks. I appreciate you taking the time. And uh, so, Dana, uh, what uh, I'm looking at your resume here, and it says you uh, you spent four years in prison. Um. Well. Let, let me uh, address that uh, right off the bat. You see, uh, I wait. I was going through some some hard times. You know, I got caught up in a in a bad crowd, but I, I'm much reformed. You know. Uh, so tell me about these hard times. And you do you go into the that thing that that wrestler did about hard times? You know that one. I don't know that one. You know, they were like, I'm talking, you talk about hard times, brother. You know the thing, hard times. You know that one? I don't know. I don't know know what you're referring to. What's his name? But, uh, okay, but. uh, I know, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, well, I got, I've been through some hard times, yeah. Uh, I got in with the wrong crowd. Hey, can this caller hear me play a YouTube thing? Can you hear this, buddy? Tell me if you can hear this. I would like to thank the many, many fans of the American Dream while I was down. Yeah. Can you hear that? Yes. Secondly, I want to thank Jim Crockett Promotions for waiting and taking the time because I know how important it was. Starcade 85, it is to the resident fans, it is to Jim Crockett Promotions. And Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, with that weight, got what I wanted. Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion. I don't have to say a lot more about the way I feel about Ric Flair. Don't say any of this. No respect, no honor. There is no honor among thieves in the first place. Say that. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's... That's oh. what I want you to say, okay? I want you to just okay. say all of that about hard okay. times. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, with, I'm with that uh, rhetoric for sure. Yeah, you just say yeah. I, I don't want to, you want to know about hard times. Hard times is when you work thirty years and they give you a watch, kick you in the butt, and they tell you a computer just took your job. I want now, you to say that, all that. Where does that come from? It's a wrestler saying that. Hard to believe, yeah. right? Remember when AP Mike got into wrestling and he was, what were you, a manager or something? You going to do more of that? No? One and done. Mm-hmm. I think you should get more into it. We'll get you in with Jeff Cannonball, start smashing uh, fluorescent light bulbs over your head. Oof. Right? AP Mike in a barbed wire uh, <laughs> ring of death. 
What yeah. am I doing in here? Yeah. With that nice makeup on. Guy starts swinging a bat covered in spikes at Mike. <laughs> yeah. That's... So look, you'll get that. This is what you do. Just play it cool. Relax. Make like you're, make like you're me for 30 seconds, uh, like me on the radio. Not me in real life. Uh, I'm a, a quivering mess off the radio. You make like you're the, 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 the loud mouth on the radio. That'll get you through. Then you tell them about hard times. All right? Okay. Best I of really luck. Let me know it. if you get, let me know if you get it. Okay. Best show. Hi. Okay. Oh, hey, Tom. It's me, Jessica from Ithaca. Jessica from Ithaca. How are you tonight, Jessica? I'm doing, I'm doing just fine. I'm glad to hear it. How are things in Ithaca tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I got, for Christmas, I got one of those headshots from AP Mike. Oh, and now it sort of watches me while I sleep. It does. The eyes move <laughs> in it. Yeah, it does. It's always at a different uh, angle. <laughs> That might just because I don't have it in frame and it's slowly falling forward. Yeah. No, you need to you need to frame the thing. <laughs> I need to contain it. Yes. Hard times, brother. You ever hear did you hear did you hear that Dusty Rhodes uh thing? I did. That was Get you kind of pumped pretty accurate. Out, huh? Made me feel really good about myself. Yeah. Computer kicks you no, the computer doesn't kick you in the butt. What happens in it? Uh, you work 30 years and then the, they give you a watch, kick you in the butt, and they tell you a computer took your job. That's yeah, you know, they don't, they don't need us anymore. They got computers now. Yeah. And that was a while ago. You know when the world is truly going to be in trouble, Jessica? When? Is when there's two types of computers. One that makes things, when computers become, become consumers, yeah, when, when computers it, start buying things. Yes, it is truly, we are all done. Because then humans are just beside the point. The day that a computer gets a job and then gets paid something and then spends the money, then humans, you run. If you're a human, you just run. <laughs> you think the computer is going to get into Bitcoin? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're going to buy this. They're going to they're going to run the stock market. <laughs> I think the computers won't get into Bitcoin. I think they'll just be dealing with with just they'll be writing checks. Like you'll get a, a computer will just send a check. When when the computer <laughs> they got electronic checks, they just send each other money. I think they're going to write them. I think they're literally going to write them and mail them. <laughs> the only thing the humans can do is be uh be, be postal workers. Bring a check from one computer to another computer. Power cord. <laughs> what are we going to do when the computers when the computers become consumers? Then it's done. Then we are truly done. Like, what are we even going to do now? <laughs> no, we're we're it's over. We we should it's over. Find a way to get into space as quickly as possible. Because our time here is uh, donezo. Something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> When suddenly a computer is like is like buying just garbage, <laughs> like yeah, I mean that's our, that's our job. Like an action figure. When a computer buys like <laughs> an action figure that's like mint in box, we're we're done. Human the human race is done at that point. 
the day <laughs> the day a computer is just like how much for that how much for that men in black action figure <laughs> like whatever it would be just like mint in box <laughs> then we're then we're done then I'm coming up to Ithaca I'm coming up to that's where I'm gonna hide I went through <laughs> Ithaca did I go through Ithaca when I drove to uh Toronto Did you? I'm not sure. A highway doesn't really go through here. We're a bit off the path. I think I saw signs for Ithaca. Yeah. Yeah, you start seeing signs, and then it's another half hour. Okay, so that's that's what it was, because I was just like, oh, hey, there's Ithaca. That's where it is. Yeah, that's where Jessica is. And then I was just like, man, I'm still going to keep going. What am I going to be like? Hey, Jessica, it's uh, Tom. I remember, it's like, hey, it's one in the morning. <laughs> Can uh, I come in? Yeah, how far away? Oh, I'm still a half hour away. <laughs> it's like, oh, so I'll be there around two in the morning. Yeah, no, the the show. Then then I realize like the true gulf between it's like, yeah, hey, I I listened to the show. Uh, you didn't need to come by at two in the morning to say hi. I appreciate that you. I appreciate. I I would have really appreciated it, but. Might not have been the right time. Yeah, exactly. You didn't, you really didn't. You'd be like, oh, you didn't. You shouldn't have. You didn't have to do this. Oh, you shouldn't have. No, seriously, you shouldn't have. (laughs) Bing bong. (laughs) No one really uses our doorbell, so I always get, like, surprised when someone uses it. Yeah, it's like, what? Like, who's who's there? What stranger is is that? What stranger is ringing my doorbell? Because nobody, nobody I know uses it. That's bad news. It's either mail or bad news. I'm looking at that this, yeah. or once it was uh, somebody coming to tell me that a Spanish poet used to live in my house in the 1910s. And then you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, thank you very That's much." Cool. Slam. Yeah, can we take pictures for a document? Yeah, go nuts. They came in to take pictures? No, 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 like outside shots. Good, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, hey, can we take pictures? It's like, well, I kind of can't stop you from taking pictures of the outside of the house. But um, you're certainly not But it was nice you asked. Yes, exactly. Thanks for asking for a thing you were going to do anyway. Because if I I said no, you would have done it anyway. What would you think about this, Jessica? Bayonne honors one of its own. AP Mike Day. What, I think that's beautiful. Mike, what if we made that happen finally? I know we talked about it in the past. AP Mike Day in Bayonne. I want this. This is a call I'm putting out now. Whoever knows anyone who works in the Bayonne government will just do AP Mike Day. Will we get a key to the city? Yeah, the whole thing. Whole thing. The whole parade. They give them a key to the city. They give them a key to the green quick check, <laughs> which doesn't lock. So it's ironic that they'd give them a key to a thing because it's always open. It's never closed. They. uh the great the great thing is, like, Mike is always like, 
and I talked about this last night on a show will air in the future. I'm going to talk about it again. They'll be like, no matter what Mike, Mike is, Mike's a humble, uh, a regular guy. He says anything people bet. Oh, Mr. Fancy. Oh, look who's fancy with his. I'll see you later. Thank you, buddy. Oh, look who's fancy with his podcast. <laughs> and he's, like, he's the least fancy guy going. But let's make him. But I want to make him fancy. He's least fancy guy going, but he's got he's got an impressive merchandise line for for Mister oh, no. Not Fancy. Oh no, this po- this poster now basically. I have an AP Mike headshot poster. <laughs> How big is it? Two foot by three foot. Two foot by three foot picture of AP Mike. It's That's huge. pretty much Big Brother sized. It's huge. You talk AP about AP Mike you is think, watching you. You think the headshot is staring at you? Imagine this thing on your wall, Jessica. This will be. This is like the size of one where, like, in, a, in like a, in like a, in a movie where the eyes get pulled out and you actually see someone looking through it. Someone could look through this, through those eyes. By this point, he should just have a fat head of his headshot, like those yeah. big vinyl oh, yeah. decals. You that put. would be. Because I'll say this: this guy wants to merchandise. I want to. I want to see that. I want. I want more merch on the market for this guy. I want to find the spot when people are just like, "I'm good. I got enough. I got enough AP Mike stuff." Yeah, I got enough. When's he gonna find that limit for people? I wonder. Headshot, calendar, T-shirt. Uh, I want to see what the next thing is that where they're just like, I got an idea for a couple things. I got an idea. I'm going to do with or without him. I got to figure out how to get in this merchandise game. I just, I just don't know how he, how he just keeps doing it. You know, I don't know. He's got, he's got it. You know, they say either you've got it or you don't got it. He's got it. I know. So what's going he does on? So naturally. Yeah. What's going on with the band, Jessica? Well, we just posted our new album on the internet yesterday, so that's been nice to get first looks on that. We literally finished it up and just pushed it out so we would not keep editing it forever. <laughs> Fantastic. The Nancy Babbage. Yes. The Nancy Babbage. The Nancy Babbage. Yes. T-H-E. I'm One and check. only. I'm going to check it out. All right. I really appreciate it. Right. When I get physical copies going, I'll be sure to send one your way. Please do. You know I like it. All righty. I appreciate it. Appreciate. Uh, I always appreciate you. Have a great night. You too. Okay, bye. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Joe from Toronto. Is this the, is this the, is this the guy who I have the back and forth with? If, if that's the definition, I, I, yeah, yeah. I guess. Fine. I, I didn't really hear the follow up from uh, yesterday. I called in yesterday for the weird Monday, the blind Monday. Yeah, I talked no. about uh, Ozzy Osbourne and his weird clapping. Yeah, no, that was a good call. You 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 didn't uh, you didn't identify yourself in a way that I recognized it as you, <laughs> Weisenheimer, and it was a great call. We had a good time. That's my last name, actually. Weisenheimer. Yeah. Well, fits. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say hi. 
How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You hear Steve Gunn? How's Jersey? How's Jersey? It's good. It's good. You hear Steve Gunn? Uh, I love Steve Gunn. Yeah. Like it, it, it's it's one of those um, in the past like uh, four months. Somebody put me on to Steve, and it's it's just it's incredible. Yeah, wait till you hear this I, record. I, the new record, it's great. Yeah, I'm I'm all about it. Um, yeah, um, I wanted to fill you in with more of uh, some Florida info. Being from Florida originally, there's a there's a Florida man thing is a big is a big thing out there. Uh-huh. And I wanted to give you the newest thing that I heard, Y'all. and I wanted to share it with you. What's that now? Um, so, uh, this man originally, he, uh, he was arrested recently for, uh, threatening his neighbors, um, and, uh, where he was, uh, killing them. He he threatened to kill them with kindness. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, turns out that he, uh, he named his machete kindness. Really? Uh, real story, one hundred percent real. Okay, okay, that's terrible. That's a weird. It's a weird fella. That's terrible. Weird person. Yeah, that's a very weird person. That so, worries. what's on your mind, though? Not a whole what's lot. On your mind, it seems huh? like you're. It seems like you're a little loosey goosey tonight, buddy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it moving. That's fair. Goodbye. Best show. Hi, uh, Tom. Hi, who's, uh, to whom am I speaking here now? Uh, you're speaking to uh, Woody in Rochester, New York. What's going on, Woody? A lot of upstate calls tonight. Oh, is that right? I, I'm sorry I missed uh, a bunch right. of the show. I have a thing I do before. Don't you? You don't apologize for a thing. Oh, thanks so much. Um, Tom, I was, uh, I, uh, you had a guy on earlier who was asking for advice. I had a, a, an advice question. Okay. Uh, I was wondering if you had any thoughts about, like, what you do about, like, uh, imposter syndrome. What's that mean? Feeling like you're a fraud? Yeah, feeling like, well, uh, you know, I do some uh, some stuff. I do some comedy stuff up here in Rochester, New York, which I realize, you know, is whatever. But, you know, I, I, I still get this feeling after having done a bunch of stuff and, you know, uh, you know, sticking it out for all this time and doing some things that I think are cool. But, you know, at the same time, I still feel like, oh, there's other people, you know, who were around a little longer than me or, uh, or maybe it kind of didn't give me the time of day back when I was first starting out. But, you know, maybe, uh, maybe those, those are the, like, those are the, like, real people and I'm somehow, not one of those. I don't know. Right, well, it's a weird okay, okay. Do you do you think you're funny? Yeah. Do you have friends that think you're funny? Yes. That's all. That's it. Right there. That's it. You're good. You're legit. <laughs> that's very, that's, uh, that's real nice of you. It's that you simple. know. It's... It really is that simple. At four yeah, at exactly. four in the morning, what do you think? What's your worst fear at four in the morning? That you're a fraud. I don't know if that's my worst fear, but it does come up. Like my worst, I guess my worst fear would be that I didn't get to do all the stuff that I wanted to do. You know. Yeah, join the club. What are you gonna do? You know, 
because there's only so much time. Well, you know, you know what you got to do, then you got to start doing it. Oh, I'm I'm doing it. I mean, okay. like part of this is just that I like set a big like I set a big goal for this year. Good, and I it makes me feel. I know it's good, but at the same time, it makes me feel exposed in a certain way. You know, it's like you call a big shot, and then it's like you could really fall on your face. Sure, but, no, you definitely can, but you but you also. Uh, you're also going for it. What would be better to not go for it? That's a very easy thing to not to not go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I decided that it was maybe time to try and do some of the stuff that some of my friends are doing, and there's no reason why I shouldn't be doing ah, the same you know. thing at this point. Look, you know, if you're nervous about it. That's good. It means you it means you you know that uh, you're you're worried about the they're worried about the consequence of. Of falling on your face. But you know what? You're gonna work hard and you're not gonna fall on your face. You're gonna you're gonna make sure you don't you're gonna make sure you don't fall on your face. You'll be fine. Because you're gonna do it and you're gonna work hard at it. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean that's what you're I, not a fraud. You know you're not a fraud. You just want somebody to tell you you're good, and that's a, that's fine. That's a natural thing. <laughs> I don't know. No, I still, it was, you know, another thing I, I had. You know you're I, not I, a fraud. I'm not even being mean about it. You know, uh, you know deep down you're not. Well, thanks, Tom. You know you're funny, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you got your friends who you think are funny and they think you're funny. Yes. Yeah, that might be enough. Might be enough. What, are you going to wait forever? No. Uh, no, I mean, and that's why I started doing this stuff to begin Good. with. Because because I was, you know, like seven years ago, and I was like, that's, I, I, I just had this feeling like, well, you're either going to do something or, you know, what is, what is the point of anything kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, it totally changed my life. You know, it's just one of those things where you feel like, Oh, uh, you know, where is the where is the ceiling on it or whatever? Yeah, but you know, you're doing it. You're doing. It. I don't know what to say. You're doing a thing. Wherever it ends up, it ends up. You can't control that. So just do the thing. All right. All right. I appreciate it, Tom. Yeah, don't worry. You're doing all right, buddy. All right. You have a great night. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm going to end the show. Best show. Thanks for listening. Thanks to uh, to uh, Steve Gunn for coming by. Michael Slaybach for making that possible. Thanks to everybody at Matador for making that possible. New Steve Gunn records out on Friday. Uh, and Mike Kroll premiered that record. Thanks. Uh, uh, check his record out on Merge. End of uh, January, I believe. Power Chords. All right, and I'll be in San Francisco on Thursday with Julie Klausner, part of the Sketch Fest in conversation with Julie Klausner. Do not miss it. It's going to be really funny. Uh, and Saturday, February 2nd, so it's come to this. Pat Byrne, Jason Gore, February 2nd, 11 p.m., Brooklyn Comedy Collective at The Brick. You can find either of them on Twitter and get uh, more information. It'll be funny. They're funny, guys. Don't miss it. Thanks for listening, and we will be back. There will be a best show next week. 
Thank you, and have a great night. Here's something. We'll go out on Helium from the Magic City album, Matador Reissued It. Here's Leon's Space Song. Bye.